I say it all the time on the show. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. So how do you show up so that people will believe you? Thanks for joining me today on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can learn more about me and find out more about me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today I want to tell you a little bit about adventures in my inbox. Um, If you've been listening to the show for the past month, you can see probably a noticeable change in the conversation. Conversation. I'm talking about things at a deeper level. I'm addressing elephants in the room. I've been talking about depression, calling out anxiety. The other day we did an episode about managing grief while you run a business. I'm getting to the heart of the matter. And it's interesting that this is all happening and not maybe interesting because I would also say it's not exactly coincidental either that all of this is happening right as I pass the 100,000 um, mark for downloads and listens to my show. I took a long time in getting there. It's a big number, but when you spread it out across 300 plus episodes and a couple of years worth of podcasting, I know that it, you know, it's not any record breaker by any means, but it's a significant milestone for me, one that I'm really proud of and one that I started talking about publicly and sharing on social media. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't that long after where suddenly the letters in my inbox start to come in and people are starting to talk to me about the fact that I'm losing my way with the show, that talking about things like depression and anxiety, that's not what they're coming for in order to learn about business. Um, I've gotten comments about the fact that I had two episodes in a row where I coughed on the podcast and I didn't edit it out and my professionalism was questioned. I had a bunch of different comments questioning why I was doing something, why I should do something different, etc., etc. It came in the form of probably like seven different letters. And in fact, I was going to use one of those letters um, on the show to, to talk about something completely unrelated. But when I started to sense this theme, I was like, oh, I'm hitting on something. I'm starting to tell people more of who I am because I don't think that I've been insincere or shown a lack of transparency or a lack of authenticity thus far. It's not like I've suddenly been like, oh, I've been faking it in front of all of you and now allow me to show you who I really am. That's not how I move through the world. That's not how I operate. When I shared with you a week or so ago about my new business name and how I'm moving from choose to have it all.com to Heather Gray Consulting, I told you that I don't see this as a pivot. I don't see it as a big change. I see it as more myself, that I am simply becoming more myself. And, you know, one of the things as I was reflecting on the feedback I was getting, and not all of it good, um, I was thinking like, what do I want to communicate to my listening audience about this? What do I want them to know? And I think that the takeaway for me is that when you listen to my podcast and you hear me ramble because I've lost my train of thought, or you hear me make up a word, or you hear me repeat a story, or you hear me cough, I I feel like that's all part of the package that I want my listeners to buy into. Because here's the thing... I'm not somebody who needs to move through the world perfectly in some professionally produced way. That if I am 
committing to offering you a daily mindset show that is not going to get me financially reimbursed, that is not going to necessarily, you know, be a paid quid pro quo for my time, then I get to decide my own level of investment. I get to decide how much time I'm going to put into producing it. I get to choose for myself how much money I'm going to put towards producing it. And I get to decide when and I get to decide where and I get to decide how much. Because all of that is me showing you who I am so that you'll believe me. So that means that I know I lose listeners when I cough on the show because there's tons of other professionally produced shows that won't make you listen to that kind of nonsense. The other day I recorded an episode when a weed whacker suddenly started going immediately under the window of the room that I was recording the show in. And I kept going and I kept talking. And I was like, and in my head, because I was looking at these letters, I was like, here we go again. I'm going to get another letter about the weed whacker. But all of that is because I want to show you who I am so that you'll believe me. And the hope and the wish and the prayer in that is that you will be interested in me. You will be attracted to that and you'll want to buy from me. You'll want to work from me. You will want my advice when you get stuck. You will want my direction when you lose your way because I am not pretending to be something that I'm not. I am showing you clearly who I am so that you'll believe me. And I think that as business owners, people are still trying so hard to present themselves in such a way that they think will sell. And if I was worried about that and I looked at my own business with that lens, you all wouldn't get a show five times a week. Now, admittedly, I get less, I get letters from people who don't like the fact that I record five times a week and they find it redundant, to which I simply say, please don't listen five days a week. If you think I should have a three time a week show, pick three episodes each week that you listen and ignore the other two, you know, but it's this idea that I want you to know who I am so you'll believe me. You have to do that for your audience. And what I, I think is really hard in that is, you know, how do you do that when you know in the age of social media you're going to be criticized? When you know in the age of social media you are going to be picked apart? And here's what I've come to kind of know to be true. That when we are our most ourselves, when we show up as we are and who we really are, and we've accepted that about ourselves, the zings might annoy us, they might hurt us, but they don't really leave an indelible mark. The marks that really last, the hater comments that sting and resonate are when they echo thoughts that we've had about ourselves. The doubts and the questions that we hold about ourselves, our business offerings, our services, and our products. So that you show up as you are, knowing that if somebody picks that apart, the parts that are going to sting are the parts you haven't quite resonated with yourself on. That is where you are going to get to do the work. But if you're pretending, if you're putting on a mask, if you're doing something to gain a reaction from people and it doesn't work and they attack you, of course you're going to be pissed off because you overfunctioned. You were trying to manage your audience. 
you weren't just trying to manage your message and control the narrative. You were trying to control the message so that you could get a specific result. And when you change who you are, so people will believe that version of you and it doesn't work and you're still not liked and they still don't buy from you, of course you're losing your mind. Of course you're angry and resentful because you put in all this time rather than, you know what? I'm good with who I am. I know what I'm about. I know how I move through the world and I'm just going to show up and I'm going to tell people and I'm going to have these conversations and people who resonate with me and like me and think that I could someday help them with their product or service or help them move the needle in their business. Business, they're going to reach out to me because why would they go and reach out to someone else after they've been listening to me yammer in their ear for five days a week? Of course, they would choose to listen to me. They already trust me. And learn, lean, learning, let me start that one over, learning to lean into that. And learning to really examine the content you're putting out, the messaging you're putting out, the way you're talking about yourself, your products, your services, and your business. To do that in a way that somebody looks at and goes, yep, that's me on a plate. Yep, that's me in a post. Yep, that's me in an Instagram. People know exactly who I am. Not the filtered version of who I am, but who I actually am. So they can have buying confidence. You know, I've been talking a lot this week about people who are buying and not getting results. People who are, you know, following and jumping from guru to guru. And so many times what they're being attracted to is the Instagram perfect image of somebody, the end result, right? Like so many times, people are selling and pilfering products out there that it's like, look where I was just six months ago and look where I am now. And because they want to be at that arrival spot, they don't want to think about what it looks like to do that work for six months, what the hair pulling looks like and the sleepless nights and the self-doubt look like. It's so much easier to just buy into that six-month version. What I am challenging you guys to think about today and to do a little bit of self-examination on is how how much of yourself are you editing and censoring at the door because you're trying to avoid the messages and the letters like I happen to be finding in my inbox? Because if you're trying to avoid criticism, if you're trying to be likable and to have everybody know, like, and trust you, you are never going to find your people. Because the people who hire me are like, oh my God, I heard you say this. I can't believe you went there, but like, I realized I totally need you as my coach. That's usually what happens. And what's interesting for me is that when I'm most like off the cuff telling people what I really think, that is when I get the conversions. That's when the warm leads become clients because I haven't sort of perfectly tailored and watermarked my message. I've said what I thought. I was clear as anything. And the idea and the answer resonated with someone and they decided that I had the skill, the talent, and the experience to help them with their product, their service, and their business. When you're not doing that, when you're trying to control the narrative, when you're trying to prevent yourself from the nasty letters in your inbox, nobody knows who you are. 
So of course they're not going to believe you. That's where the self-doubt comes from. That's where the inner critic comes from because we can kind of smell fake from a mile away. And sometimes people will want to be near you, but they're not going to buy from you. So, you know, I, I would really use this conversation I'm having with you today, this idea to show people who you are so they believe you. Do a, a check. Look at the emails you're sending out to your community. Look at the messaging and your advertising that you're putting in front of new and prospective buyers. Look at how you're talking about your business to other people, to potential clients, to cold leads. And if you look at it from an outsider's perspective, have you shown people who you are so that they believe you? Do they know how you're different? Have you been playing it safe? Do they know where they stand with you and what they can expect from you? Because the reality is, is I'm going to repeat a story or two when you become my client. You might as well know that I do that. If I'm on a live call with you and I have to cough, I'm not always going to think to mute the microphone before I talk. And if I'm really impassioned about something, I'm going to go on and on and rant on it for a bit. And if that isn't your thing and that isn't your bag, like awesome that you find that out on a podcast because you're not going to be my client. And that's okay because I need to work with the people who get it, who know that like it doesn't matter if I cough. Does, does the advice matter? Is it good? And people can tell me until they're you know, blue in the face that like the audio quality matters. Well, I give and deliver really good audio quality. I use the Anchor FM app. I really like the sound of the show when I don't have a tickle in my throat. So if people can't overlook the tickle in their throat because it's just too, you know, annoying to listen to, I'm okay with that because where I'm putting my time, my effort, and my energy is on my content, on my messaging. So that when you know, when you listen to me, you know where I stand and you know what I think and you know how I'll help you. That is what's most critical for me. You know, it's always been my dream to be like an Ask Heather kind of person where you can just put the question in front of me and I can sort of deliver and roll out an answer for you. And if I'm going to be trusted on that level and continue to be trusted on that level, I have to show up in spades for you. But you're no different from me. You have to show up in spades for your people. And then, you know, we're talking all the time and I've been talking on the show about the noise and the space and how everybody can be a coach and how there's a low barrier of entry. Well, the only way you separate yourself from that is if you make yourself separate. And that is really the challenge that I am putting out to all of you to dare yourselves to be different by really showing people who you are beginning, middle, and end. I hope I've given you some things to think about. I hope I've turned those letters into lessons. And I hope you'll stick with me because we're going to continue to have these conversations on the show. And I am so grateful for all of you who have been listening. I know some of you have been listening since day one. We're 100,000 downloads in and we're just getting started. Thank you so much for today. If you would like to have a question of yours answered on the show, or if you have a topic idea, send it my way. You can find me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thanks for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.